Welcome to the Resources for Integrated Care webinar, Serving Adults with Disabilities on the Autism Spectrum. This podcast is excerpted from a webinar presented live on February 28, 2018. In this podcast, Joe Cappuccini, on behalf of Masa Hasari from the Behavioral Health Department of LA Care Health Plan, discusses the successful strategies that LA Care has developed to improve the customer experience when working with this population and their families and care providers. Uh, Christopher, thank you very much. And as a reminder, I'm speaking as proxy for Masa, who is the um, subject matter expert here at LA Care. So, uh, Christopher, thank you for inviting us. And, and Dr. Nikolaidis, thank you very much for your interesting information. I found it um, your passion and your, your delivery was uh, very attention-getting, so I want to thank you for that. Um, I want to go back to the previous slide, if you would, for a moment, please, and I want to kind of subsidize something that Christopher had mentioned. Uh, first, let's go ahead and cover the first um, bullet point, up to the age of 21, yes. The autism spectrum disorder services are considered Medicaid-covered benefits managed by the health plan. But I want to add an additional bit of information that, Christopher, we did not include on this particular slide, and that is, If the member needs more ASD-like services, for example, applied behavioral analysis, the beneficiary is referred to local disability service centers. For instance, here in LA, we refer to that, or we call those local disability service centers, we call them regional centers. So I just kind of wanted to, to kind of backfill that previous slide that Christopher had alluded to previously. So thank you for that. Let's now go to the next slide. And I'll give you an overview of who we are here at LA Care Health Plan. Um, we are the largest national publicly operated Medicaid health plan, and we've been servicing Los Angeles County specifically since 1997. Um, we've identified our mission to provide access to quality health care for LA County's vulnerable and low-income communities, as well as residents, in order to support the safety net required to, to achieve those purposes. It's our legacy that we have built by developing new programs, fostering innovative partnerships, and exploring ways to provide better care at a reduced cost. Next slide, please. So when we talk about LA Care's ASD program, in late summer of 2014, we'd identified the need for a specific program to meet the needs of providers as well as medicated participants as they assume the responsibility of autism services. So as you you already know, most current ASD program staff are former ASD practitioners. So a variety of perspectives allows our staff to better understand and meet the needs and challenges of the participants. And just to review some of the key elements of the ASD program, we do apply open communication. It is an evolving and updating resource and process, resources, processes. And it is requiring a continuous training as far as attention to updates, both medical um, and, and regulatory. Next slide, please. The LA Care staff within the ASD program include five board-certified behavioral analysts 
whose responsibility it is to review the treatment plans, determine the eligibility, as well as ensuring the coordination of care. We have one dedicated care coordinator that addresses the emails, as well as the phone calls coming from the community, the hospitals, the vendors, as well as other multiple entities. We have one regional center liaison who, who addresses any issues and concerns that are related to regional center services, as well as physician provider groups, or what we call PPGs, such as occupational and physical therapy, speech language pathologist services, etc. We have assembled a team, a dedicated team, a specialized, provide, a specialized provider network team that focuses on the onboarding the new physician provider groups and supporting them with business and administrative matters. We do that on our end. Next slide, please. As far as the functional behavioral assessment is concerned, once we receive the request for autism services and receipt of diagnosis from a physician or a licensed psychologist, the participant is then referred to an applied behavioral analyst, analysis, analyst, and that are analyst specialist for a standard functional behavior assessment, which includes indirect assessment as well as direct assessment the interviewing of the caregiver where that behavior occurs, the observing of the participant in their own environment, and then working with the participant to find out the strengths and weaknesses in their communication or motor skills, their play skills, and their adaptive and social skills. Next slide, please. As we continue through the behavioral assessment, the goals are designed to operationally define the behavior and measuring the baseline level by identifying the, the frequency of the behavior, how often it happens, the duration of the behavior, how long it lasts, and then the intensity of the behavior. Is it mild, moderate, or severe? We also continue the assessment to determine the reasons why the participant is engaging in the problem behaviors, also known as identifying the function of the behavior. Then we design evidence-based treatment plans to address the identified problem behaviors and or developmental delays. And then we continue on by recommending goals and ABA-based treatments to the health plan. Next slide, please. As far as evidence-based treatments for autism are concerned, applied behavioral analysis is a scientific discipline concerned with the understanding and improvement of human behavior in homes, clinics, schools, and many other settings. The goal is to develop effective ABA-based treatments that will support improving problem behavior socially significant in the members' lives. The following behavioral health treatments 
are the primary behavioral interventions that have been identified as evidence-based. They are, first, comprehensive treatments. Now, these treatments are usually provided intensively at home or in center-based programs for an average of 36 months. And then there's focus-based treatments, and those are designed to address specific behaviors, including aggression, self-injury, disruptive or other challenging behaviors, and they commonly include caregiver training and averages 10 to 25 hours a week for a short period of time. Now, it's important to note that these treatments are all gathered under the ABA umbrella. Next slide, please. As an ASD provider network, LA CARES ABA provider network consists of over 70 in-network ABA providers. An additional Memorandum of Understanding or MOU-based ABA providers and licensed psychologists for second opinions. All of the ABA participants referred to by providers have access to a local psychological service or beacon for testing and other mental health services such as talk therapy, medication, etc. Care coordination, which is one of the key elements of our ASD program at LA Care, it's our in-house staff ensures the integration between providers and services such as occupational and physical therapy services and speech language pathology services. Both, both services provided as medically necessary. Next slide, please. Now we transition participants to adult services. Prior to a participant turning 21, the needs are identified for continuing services. A care coordinator will refer the individual to a local disability service center. If adult behavior health services are required, for example, talk therapy or marriage family therapy, psychiatric supports, that participant is referred to the planned behavioral health network to determine the eligibility and identify the providers. Providers can then engage with local disability service centers or health plans in order to determine the eligibility for those adults who previously received autistic services as children. Next slide, please. A question had been posed to us as well as others, what did we learn? Well, the lessons that LA Care learned transitioning participants to adult services is to initiate early planning in order to eliminate and minimize the gaps in service. And we do that by identifying ongoing participant needs after the age of 21. We find a way to refer the participant to the appropriate service networks or the, the, the DSC or the Behavioral Health Network. And we facilitate the transfer of the participant records. We take ownership of that. During the early planning, we prepare the participant and their families for differing eligibility criteria and benefits between the DSCs 
and us at LA Care. Now, oftentimes, we run into questions and concerns about differing eligibility criteria and benefits, and then we and the DSC have identified personnel to facilitate that transition, a conduit, a liaison, someone that may translate insurance-heavy lingo into understandable, easy-to-understand layman language. And we do a pretty good job of it to start, but it's always nice to have that third party. Next slide, please. Additionally, um, more lessons that we've learned as far as developing the program, gain management and leadership support. Buy-in from above is crucial to the program's success, and we have it here. Our leadership identified dedicated staff to help us develop and deliver the autism program we've just discussed. Additionally, policies and procedures were designed that clinically, ethically, and medically put the participant first. Why? Because we want to ensure flexibility to accommodate that participant's needs. We want to be open, and we, we strive to be open to new information, such as clinical information, guidelines, policies, regulations, ad infinitum. And we're constantly developing and updating effective workflows, process, as well as staff training to optimize consistency. So that being said, on behalf of MASA, myself, and all of the dedicated staff in our behavioral health department at LA Care, we want to thank you for the information and your time and attention. Thank you for listening. This podcast is presented by the Lewin Group and is supported through the Medicare Medicaid Coordination Office at the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services. MMCO is dedicated to helping beneficiaries enrolled in Medicare and Medicaid have access to seamless, high-quality health care that includes a full range of covered services in both programs. To support providers in their efforts to deliver more integrated, coordinated care, MMCO is developing technical assistance and actionable tools based on successful innovations and in care models. To learn more about current efforts and resources, please visit our website or follow us on Twitter for more details. Our Twitter handle is at integrate underscore care.